You're now tuning into another episode of the Hoodie and Headband Podcast Show. As always, I'm your co-host Bryce Warner. I'm your host Trey Bedell. It's a new week. You know, I gotta ask you, how you doing? Doing good, man. I can't complain. NBA season is back. Charles right around the corner. Exhibition have begun. Sir. This is my brother, one of my little brother's birthday. Shout out to my boy Khalil. The boy 23. Lil. Jordan year for Lil. That boy old. He said, uh, what he text me? He said something like Jordan Dream Year or something. Bro, I said, no, not, no. I said not, not, you, not you and your King James year. He said, no. King James year. Ooh. He said, do that. That's ugly. <laughs> but nah, shout he out to my boy. You know he's a Kobe guy. Nah, facts. You know that boy. You know, he barely know what. <laughs> Kobe Dennis. LeBron will never be Kobe. Like, you know, he barely know what Kobe did in his outside of his last game. Facts. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even watch that game. I was like, boy, you ain't seen a drop six? Nah. Boy, you get on my nerves. But, I got uh, like they were going to go to the playoffs after that. Like <laughs> Always. Every year. We go to the finals. Every year. I'm like, your brother's a trip, man. Shout out to your brother, though. I was about to say, if, if we ever want to get some, some real laughs on this show, if we bring him on here and yeah, let yeah, him talk. Bring him on the show, it will be for jokes only. We bring him on here just to talk nonsense for an hour. Sometimes he makes sense. Sometimes I'll be like, you really just said that? So, yeah. But shout out my shout out one of my young boys. Yes, sir. Yeah. 23. Proud of my boy. You know, not a lot of people make it to 23. So, shout out to him. Amen. Uh, but, yeah. Other than that, oh, and uh, rest in peace to my to my man Matthew Perry, Chanan yeah. Bong, Chandler Bing, favorite character on one of my favorite shows, and uh, it was, yeah. it was I didn't want to believe it. I was like, nah, it's TMZ. I, I saw it. I was like, man, nah, that's terrible. But hey, man, you know I'm still watching my show. I'm still get my get my laughs in, but yeah. it's definitely it's definitely gonna be different to watch it now. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. How about you, bro? I'm good. I can't complain, man. It's been a good day. It's been a damn good day. You Ooh. see the jersey. You see the. You see what I got on today. You see what I got on. I, when the last one wore Duke gear on the show? It's been a little minute. College basketball season is around the corner. And the greatest news I woke up to a long time. Oh, hold on, let me tell him do not disturb. Greatest news I woke up to this morning was that Cooper Flag is a blue devil. I mean, I knew it was gonna happen. A lot of speculation thought it was gonna happen, whatever. You know, he only he only visited, well, he had a couple of schools to visit, but he canceled visits to uh Kansas. And then he canceled another visit. I don't know, but I know it was Kansas he canceled the visit to. And I mean Kansas, hey, never blue blood school. That would have been a tough, that would have been a tough grab. But he canceled the trip to um Kansas. He went to Yukon, only went one did one trip at UConn, whatever. Took a trip to Duke, and then took another trip to Duke. Was that the, um countdown? The craziness, I believe it's called. And yeah, it was announced today that Cooper Flag will be a, a Duke Blue Devil in twenty twenty four. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I will be there regardless to watch. No matter what, that boy, that boy, something special. I'm not gonna say it because I know you're gonna get mad. But hey, I did see him play in person, so you know what that means. 
But all in all, though, I'm good, though. It's been a good day. Oh, um, you saw huh? oh, you him. You, you couldn't said... even see him. You saw one dunk. Listen, you... that boy flew. I knew you were going to say something stupid like that. You you lucky I didn't tweet the tweet that I wanted to make because y'all would have been on my head. So I I think the run out. So I, I knew not to run out, but I ran out a little bit on TikTok today. Made a little TikTok video. Videos videos doing numbers, you know. But all in all, though, man, I'm glad to be, um, you know, just recording the episode. Um, so it's good to record. Um, love the thing that I do, making basketball content. Especially with my boy Tariq. So be on the lookout for some things this week, man. We got a lot of things cooking up in the lab. Um, got got a special, special little project. It's a special guest coming up at the end of this week. So stay on stay on the lookout for that. Be tuned in for that. Um, watch out for that. You know, make sure you tap in and follow us at the H and H show. Follow Multiplicity Media at Multiplicity MG on Twitter. And yeah, man, be on the lookout for all of it, man. It's a basketball season is at its height. Got a lot of stuff to talk about, you know, with college basketball coming up, NBA basketball started. It's time, man. It's the best time of the year, in my opinion, man. But uh, yeah, I'm good, though, man. Um, Babysat my nephew today for a little bit. Had him watching highlights. Start him, start him early. Start him early, man. But um, you had him watching. Well, I had him watching Cam Thomas. Oh hell no! Nah. Oh hell no, nah, man! <laughs> this is why niggas can't get out the hood. Now nah, let me chill. <laughs> what you mean, man? Cam Thomas is a is a scorer, dog. That boy. That is it. The ball in the basket. And that is it. That boy gonna put the ball in the basket, man. And listen. If and when he's in a decreased role this year, he's gonna it's gonna be good for him. You know, he's gonna learn how to play better defense. He's gonna be in better situations. You'll learn how to be oh. a this year. You'll learn oh, how to be this year. I think he's like what 22, maybe? He only did one year out this year. It's only his third season. He is 22, yeah. I mean, a lot of room to develop, man. You know, he sat on the bench for a couple of seasons. Didn't really play much unless it was needed, like the year whenever they had COVID protocols. And he played that one game when it was like KD, him, Kessler Edwards, De'Ron Sharp. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to say David Duke Jr. was the starting lineup. Something crazy like that whenever everybody and their mom had COVID and it was just KD and the rookies. Um. And then you had a couple games, you know, he had a he had a game on a shot on the Knicks in his second season, I believe. Um not sexy, that would be last year. I don't know why I said second season like that. But he had a game, he had a great game against the Knicks, came off the bench in that game, clutch shot, I mean clutch, clutch game, whatever, just scored again as I'm watching him against the the Charlotte Hornets. Um he had three straight 40 point games. Cam Thomas is really that man, bro. He's really, he's really, he's really him. He, I don't want to say him. Why are we going back to saying him? But Cam Thomas, hmm? Who is we? I don't know. I, I just, when I say we, I don't mean we. I'm just saying we as in like collectively in general. But all in all, bro, Cam Thomas 
you know, I've been right away. All right. I kind of transitioned to our first topic <laughs> as I was talking about how I'm doing, but yeah, no. <laughs> Cam Thomas is that guy, and I've been saying that since he got drafted, right? And I mean, all in all, though, with Cam Thomas being behind James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Hattie Mills for crying out loud, doggone, um, what other guards do they have at the time? Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Yeah, I don't know why I blinked on that just now. Um, David Jones Jr. Kessler Edwards. But yeah, all in all, though, all the guards and like wings and stuff that got minutes over Cam and like barely got a shot and like how he barely got a shot his first couple seasons, you know, like being that he was behind a lot of other players that were just better than him overall or just already established. Um, also with the coaching as well, you know, with Steve Nash being the coach and running the team the way he ran the team as opposed to Jock Vaughn and him running the team the way he ran the team. And Don't blame that on Steve. Yo, I'm, I'm not saying I'm blaming it on Steve. I'm saying, like, Jock Vaughn is giving Cam more of a chance than Steve Nash ever did or could, you know? Last year he benched him after he had the week. I mean, he did too. I I know I'm getting to that. Hold let me let me get to that because it was some questionable decisions in the first couple of games with Jock Vaughn. Jock Vaughn brought him in, you know, off the bench, first quarter. I'm like, okay, yeah, Cam sees some good time. He had like 20 something in the first half in the game of 36, but got subbed out at the 10 minute mark of the fourth quarter and got subbed back in in the third three minute mark of the fourth quarter like we could have Nets could have won game one if Cam Thomas just stayed in for the whole fourth quarter instead of getting switched in and switched out and doing his offense defense thing that John Vaughn is trying to do like it's not it and then again in game in, in the game against um whatchamacallit Dallas so all in all though man uh I'm glad Cam Thomas is finally getting his moment finally getting that shine he's starting I know Cam Johnson is still out. It's going to be out for the next week or so. Um, so I don't know how the lineup is going to change when he does come back. But I don't know. I feel like regardless, though, maybe Cam Thomas should be a starter. So I'm glad Cam Thomas is playing good. I'm glad the Nets are up at the current moment to uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. And I will turn it over to you, Tariq. Um, you know, we're only two to three games in. This early, uh, uh, we're early into the new season, to a fresh season, and it's a lot to, it's a lot we've seen so far. So you know, what are your early observations or, overreactions or, just notes that you've had, in the first week of the NBA. Um, one of my one of my first takeaways watching games, um. One watching a lot of games at the same time is very difficult to do. Yes, I, I gotta get mode because I've I've been falling asleep at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, like missing like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I miss like Curry go off. I miss I miss mm-hmm. some stuff. But um, a lot of young players need to learn how to. I don't want to say learn how to, but they got to understand the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. And it sounds crazy to say, but if you watch certain players they're still doing the same things they were doing their rookie season that they were doing in high school. It's going to work in high school. 
It might work for the G League Ignite. It might work in college. It's not going to work in the league. Louis. And they have to realize that. Yep. There are players that have been on bad teams and have to get rid of those bad habits, like a Jalen Green. Yeah. Like, the talent is there. The skill is there. But the understanding of the game, the IQ, I'm not saying it's not there, but it's got to grow. It's You've got to show growth from year to year. And mm-hmm. it still looks like – he still looks like the same player from last year. Yeah. Just in the past there, but it's not the player that the Rockets need him to be. Yeah. Um, Jordan Poole. I haven't been able to watch a lot of Wizards game because a lot of games get blacked out, and I'm not about to, I'm not about to waste my time streaming a Wizards game. No, no offense. Hey. Uh, but from what I've seen, Jordan Poole is out here just he just he's doing stuff that he's like, oh, there's nobody stopping me from doing whatever I want because I'm doing right. It. And I I had a feeling it would be like that. You know, I had a feeling Jordan Poole would really be on his Jalen Green last year and. Really just play how he wants to play. You know, I'm going to get 30 every night. I can score the ball at a high rate, and I'm going to do that because this team ain't trying to contend for nothing no time soon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're still trying to figure this out, whatever. I I knew, like, him and Kuz would be guys that I would pick for fantasy. Because I knew they're gonna. I would. I would throw Kuz in that in that conversation. You want to throw Kuz in that conversation? I mean, I play Kuz because we've seen Kuz, Kuz play. We've seen Kuz play in contending teams, championship winning teams. We've seen him play on teams that are outside and like fighting to play in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think Kuz understands, you know, his role and and you know how to play basketball the right way. And I'm not saying that. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I agree with that. I, I was saying Kuz. But as I don't. Like, I don't think Kuz, Kuz goes out there and well. stop me from taking this shot. Yeah, no, because I know Kuz played well last year in Washington, and I knew he was going to play well again in Washington this year. So that's what I'm saying. Like, those would be guys I would pick from that team in terms of fantasy if I were mm-hmm. to pick them up or whatever. I just know between those two, that duo, I will have a good production from them night in and night out. I can rely on that. Yeah, Um yeah, for Jordan Poole, it's just got to be – you got to realize it's not just about you, you know. Just because your team's not competing this year doesn't mean next year there's not some players that might want to come there and help you all compete next year. But right. the way the way you play, there's not going to be players that are like, oh, I want to play with Jordan Poole. Who's going to do that? And, you know, yeah, he might have been scapegoated by Golden State, but at the same time, you're making it look like, hey, maybe they were right to let you go, you know. Yeah. You go out here and you playing like, oh, you know, I can do what I want. It's my team now. Like, this team sucks, man. It don't matter if it's your team or not. And there's a difference between just going out and doing whatever you want on a bad team and getting good numbers and getting good numbers while also playing the right way on a bad team. Like Devin Booker, he was playing the right way and still getting numbers on bad teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. Like yeah. you can you can you can see it. You can see like you can go back and watch old games from 2018, 2019, and even right before the bubble of um Devin Booker, and you can see like, yeah, there's there's improvement every single season. There's seasons where he played point guard where he made sure the other players were getting the ball. Jordan Poole is not doing that. Jordan Poole is if he gets the ball. First, second, and third thing he's looking to do is score. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, all right, I might pass. He's going to get his. 
which, I mean, I know it's not a ton of talent on that team, but there's enough talent to where you're not just, oh, I have to go do everything, like, or I got to go score every time I touch the ball. Like, yeah. Understanding basketball is like just because the play goes through me doesn't mean I'm the one that got to shoot it or that I'm the one that's got to score. Um, Jaden Ivey, I, I don't think he doesn't understand the game. I just, you know, I want to see more from him. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. Ugh. Dom what? Dominating? Dominating who? Dominating who? Like. And then he has that tatter on his back, too, bro. It's giving Kwame Brown, bro. Oh. Like, it's not that bad, but it's giving Kwame Brown. Like, dropping passes. I just watched him try to do a spin move on a player smaller than him, and he and he fumbled it. Threw the ball away. Man, this ain't the eight we've seen at damn Arizona, bro. I mean, uh, yeah, man. It's just some players that, you know, got to understand they're going to basketball more and you know, you can only say it's going to come with time for so long. But, you know, it's game three of the season. Uh, I'm hopeful for uh, for for Jalen Green and for Jordan Poole. I'm hopeful. I don't know about old duty Portman. He he, he got to show me something before I believe in anything. He got to show you, huh? Yeah, I mean, he ain't do nothing. What has he shown me the last three years to make me believe that Oh no, I'm just saying it because I I know that's just like a common thing we say or common thing I say. But I just think it's funny when even though I say it now, oh you gotta show, oh so I just gotta show me. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm not nobody. You don't have to show me. I'm just saying, for me to come on here and say like, hey, he's you know, I was no, wrong. You don't have to show somebody, bro. I mean, hey, you remember me and we have a show and for you to have a positive opinion on, bro, you gotta something positive has to be shown. For you to have a positive yeah. opinion on a certain player, you know, I mean, I think that's just common. I just watched Bobby Portis come down and get and do the best post move or better post move than I've ever seen DeAndre Ayton do. That's all that needs to be said. That's all that needs to be said. Um, another thing is some of these teams that we thought were going to be good may not be as good as we thought. Mm. Um, right. obviously it's early, but like. The Hawks. People thought the Hawks were gonna be good. Yeah, they don't, they don't look. I mean, they they look like the same thing. They got a dub against. Grant, the... Grant, I was gonna say, granted, they beat the Bucks last night. Um, but like Timberwolves, they still don't look very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's early. You know, a lot of times we see teams start fast, like the Utah Jazz last year. Um, yeah, and then sometimes we see teams start really slow like the Celtics a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, it's early in the season, so I don't want to, I don't want to beat up on teams too much, but just from, you know, from the early games I've seen, it doesn't look like, like it, it see, it felt like there was a lot of teams that would be really good this year. And, and so far it's like, ah, maybe not. Yeah. And then my last observation, um, well, yeah, something like that. Um, Tatum, Book, and Luca. No, I got a question for you. After you, after you said this point, because somebody asked me this question before the show, but I got a question for you. It's a real. Um, I just, I just. When do all three of them end up in the top five? 
because Book has only played one game this year, but when yeah. he did, he was MVP caliber. Like one looked like one of the best players. Another just just straight cooked the Warriors. Scored on foot. Wanted to when he wanted to. Got other players uh open or got other players good looks when he wanted to. Asked to um to 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 um Nurkic at the end of the game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Talk, then obviously basketball man. Um, she, uh, Tatum, in there. Yeah, Tatum. Tatum's been really good. You know, obviously he's got a lot of talent around him, but um, you know, he's been he's been good on offense. He's always gonna be really good on defense. Um, Luca, I mean, there. What, what more Fade away, spin three off the glass. Like, what do we? Hey, do? relax, relax. It's basketball, man. What are you talking about? I know, but you ain't gotta remind me, bro. If if it happens to the Heat, we're just gonna talk about it. Yeah, and you'll probably feel the same way. But the crazy thing is, he just he he just hyped up. my phone. I almost threw my phone on the ground when I seen that, bro. Crazy thing is, he hyped up a pass from Devin Booker, but I said that, and he was like, "Come on, chill out, bro." That's crazy. Against the Brooklyn Nets, man. That's that's why. If he would that to the Dallas, no, no, that's that would have been crazy if I said that. If he would have did that to the Charlotte Hornets, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, that's a tough shot by Luca." But because he did it against the Nets, I'm hating on it. I, I will admit that. Yes, I'm hating. Killed the whole momentum of the show. We was, you know, giving props. He was like, oh, come on, bro. We ain't doing that. Like, dang, bro. He had a crazy shot. Like, the last one. <laughs> His shot was had, crazy, yes. He hit a brawn, like, the brawn on the wizard shot. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, off the glass, same spot, spin turnaround. Yeah. yeah the same shot. <laughs> like. Yeah. It was crazy. Like I could, I was like, "What?" What meant that? It was crazy. Oh, what? And he hit what? Like he had like nine straight points going into that or something like that. Ninety points in the game. He had like what? Forty nine? Forty seven? He had three straight threes before that. I think went crazy against the Spurs. Like, um, you know, he playing right now. I haven't. I I got four games on, so I haven't seen like all the way he's doing. But, um, you know, he he's always gonna. Fill the stat, uh, fill the stat sheet up. So, um, as long as he stays efficient and stuff like that. Um, also, I didn't have this man name written down, but watching the game, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, and watching the game right now. Every time I look up, Zion get into the bu- bucket easily. Oh, facts. He cooked Julius the other night. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, oh my god. He's Right now, yeah, and I saw somebody else say this. Why do they keep giving him so much space? Like, yeah, that fool had a scene to run into you. That don't make no sense to me. I don't like, know. Like, yeah, he can't shoot, but why are you backing up that far? No, no, you can't jump higher than him. You're not stronger than him nine times out of ten. The, one of the players that is stronger than him is out for the season. Stephen Adams, who yeah. jumping with him and stronger than him? Nobody. So why are you giving this man a free reign to the rim? Because he gonna spin, he gonna jump over, he gonna go around with a little euro. He gonna, it's a lot he can do when he gets to the paint. Boom on that boy. Oh, he gonna go score. Shay too, Shay too. Not just uh. Shay is in that conversation for sure with with Luca, Book, and Tatum. Yes, Shay's, it's been really good. Okay, um, so let me ask you this question then. Best or worst, Luca, Tatum, Book, 
Jimmy Butler. I'll let you. I'll let you say your ring before I get my ranking. You said best to worst. Best to worst. Yes. Regular season. Or yeah. Like, count, I mean, it's, it's overall, overall, man. But overall. same time, yeah. And I thought about it. Like I, I, I texted my boy back, set my ranking. But now I'm thinking about it. Like that last spot is kind of hard. Yeah. It's kind of hard because it's like, eh, do I really want this guy here? Because I've seen what he's been able to do throughout his career. And I mean, yeah, he's been in the league. So other two. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just gave it away. I just gave it away. I just gave it away. But it's like, all right. So I'll just I'll tell you my name. Since I had Jimmy last. I said Luca T- no, did I say Luca Tatum? What did I say? I said, I said, I said Luca Tatum book butler. But mm-hmm. I only got Tatum over Book because of defense. Like Jason Tatum really emerged as a great defender, a better defender last year, and became a good two way guy last year. And I feel like he'll build on that this year. But what Book has been able to do in his career has been crazy too. I mean, like I said, I mean, I think the defense is the edge here for Tatum over Book, but it's not that big of an edge. So, I mean, you, I don't think it's a wrong answer here. I think, well, I think Luca is the best player in this group, but. He's the best offensive player. Yeah, I think he he's, you know, I think that's certain, you know, gravity, you know, mm-hmm. that heliocentric. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> shout out to P. That which we call it, that certain gravity, whatever. Damn. When he makes shots, or just like takes over games, and we've seen him do it regular season playoffs. Like he's, you know, been able to do it. But I mean. You got a guy like Jimmy who's been able to do it the same way on both sides of the ball. Got his team to the finals two times. Two times more than, well, every guy's been in the finals except for Luka. But Jimmy has put the team on his back more than any of the guys on this list. So that's why it was, like, really hard to put Jimmy fourth, you know? So I, uh, I, I'm, I don't know. But for me... One, if Book played for the Celtics, do they have a ring? If Book played for the Celtics, do they have a ring? Ooh. So I'll put what he would have been. He would have been on. I'll put Jalen Brown at the three instead of putting him at the two, right? So that would put that would put Kyrie season or the two Kyrie seasons. I don't know. I think about just the time they went to the finals. Well, yeah, that too. So it would have been. I'm not. I'm not thinking about the times they went to the I'm East. Thinking all, I'm think, I'm thinking about the past like four. Are so you years. telling me? Well, no, because. Okay, no, the boy came up short. Yeah, they lost in. They lost in the first round. To lost the, in the Bucks, lost in the first round of Bucks to Kyrie year. That's when Kyrie was like, "I'm out of here," whatever. And they had Gordon Hayward at that time too. Uh-huh. So if they had Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, so Kyrie Book, one and two, Gordon Hayward at the three, Jason Tatum at the four. Who was their five? Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That team is making some noise for sure, and that team probably could beat that Buck team that beat them that year. I would think. 
I think the I think that Celtics team could have beat that Bucks team, but Kyrie just played terrible, and I felt like he purposely did so because he just wanted to get out of there. But well, yeah. So I I would more so go from like twenty one to now. Like when there was Jason Tatum's team, because oh. it wasn't Jason Tatum's team then. When it became Jason Tatum's team after Kyrie left. Say so if if he was on if if book if book was on Miami or not on Miami on Boston last year, you 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 put book on Boston instead of Tatum. Did they beat the Heat in the conference finals? No, from what I've seen, it seems to me like book. Has been able to show up and been able to close out games a little better than Tatum, and so I would put, I would say, Book would would probably be that deciding factor. Would be the difference. Would be the difference between them making the finals or not last year. Um, and then you and you got to think about you have defense all around him. Yeah. So and Book is a good defender. Don't get me Book wrong. Is Book is good. Not to say he's a scrub. Got shot. got Derek White. Him, he's better on defense. And Jalen Brown with Rob Will and Alpha all around. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's just a uh, a question I'm posing to answer yeah. the question. Uh, I just know, like I said, I've from what I've seen, Tatum, not Tatum, Book has been better, a better closer than Tatum for what I've seen. And so uh, that might me, be the edge there. And then my question about Jimmy would be. Other than the playoffs, which obviously is the, is the most important part, mm-hmm. but if if you're if you're doing a draft today, yeah, and it's not it's not based off the past, it's not based off the future. If it's based off today, today, as in October, those three players are drafted ahead of him. You said are those play three players drafted ahead of him? I think those three players are drafted ahead of him. ahead of Jimmy. Yeah, I think Luca. I believe so. I think that's why I had Jimmy last as well because I would take these guys before I would take Jimmy. Now Jimmy's a dog. Not for sure. Like if Jimmy, I would probably take Jimmy. These three guys are already picked. I'll probably take Jimmy next out of everybody else in the league. Maybe. No, no, no. I'm tripping on that. I don't know why I said that, but (laughs) that's a wild bar. That's gonna get clipped. I was like, whoa, you had these dudes one, two, and three? I was about to say, yeah, that's wild to think that, but no. I say it's a dude. All right, all right, all right. So so if these three guys are picked, that means Jokic is probably picked beforehand. That means Embiid is probably picked. That means Giannis is probably picked. Would you would you trip would you pick any of these players uh before Embiid? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll pick I I I'd probably honestly pick all these players before Embiid. I was thinking the same thing, Loki. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking the thing, same thing, Loki. And that's no disrespect to MB, but Loki, I was not disrespect to MB, but yeah, I'm respectfully picking all these players over MB, though. Like, honestly, only because I don't think I can really run an offense with MB as my primary option. Like, all of these guys, like, I feel like it'll work better if I had any of these other guys as my primary option, like my one option before MB, you know? Now, Embiid has been a good one option for the Sixers, but I don't think he's been the one option for the Sixers. And they maybe thought James Harden could have been, you know, that one B option, but mm-hmm. James Harden ain't there. James they should have went all the way. to get on the team playing, and the boy said, go home. That was crazy. It's funny. 
I don't know where he's going, but go ahead with your answer to the original question. Um, I gotta go Luca one. Uh-huh. I try to. He's got to be better on the defense, man. He's got to be more efficient. He this definitely. is the last year that I'm putting him ahead of certain players just because of what he done on offense. Yeah, because there was plenty of years where I ranked James Harden lower than other players because they were better defenders. They were. They were giving you not the same offense, but not that much less offense than he was. Obviously, he was averaging 34, 35, um, you know, 10 assists a game. Uh, But I feel like both sides of the basketball are so valuable to have in your best player. And Luca, I think, I think Book is a better leader than both Luca and Tatum at this point. Um, I think Tatum is the best defender out of those three. I agree with that as well. Book is that far behind. Uh, Tatum has the physical tools, and that that helps him a lot. But Book, over the last couple of years, has 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 grown and improved on the defensive end every year. Um, part of me wants to say Book over over Tatum, just because the last couple of playoff runs, Book has been lights out obviously you know the the stuff with the Mavericks happening but last year I mean went crazy against the Clippers went bonkers against Denver oh my goodness took two games games off of them yeah he was going absolutely bananas and I think I, I don't know how people get to this point where they think KD is better I don't think KD is better than him today. Better than Book? I, I think Devin Booker is the best player on that team today. It's definitely Book's team, and I definitely think they run everything new Book. Like, you see in that game one, like, KD had, what, 18 points in that game? Something like that. And Devin Booker was probable for that game, was questionable, and played that game on a bum foot and has proceeded to miss every game since then. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. KD is still KD at 35, and – you know, he's, you know, he's a seven-foot small forward that can shoot the lights out, out the ball. Like, he, he's still one of the ones, but I don't know if he's still the one, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't think he is. Yeah. I just don't think he is. Uh, I'll go with Luka. For now, Tatum, look. Luka, okay. Tatum, for now. But talk book, to me, yeah. talk to me in December, and I might go book. Okay. For now, I'll go Tatum just because of the defense. Yeah. Um, but the defense isn't that far ahead. Um, uh, it's not as far it's not as far as ahead as uh, as far ahead as people would would like to make you think. Yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes the defense, yeah, has a lot to do with team. Like if you put Tatum around some of the players that that book has had to play with on the defensive end then, you know, things would look a lot different. Because Tatum has played with some really good defenders. He's played with some all-NBA defenders. He's played with the best player of the year, Marcus Smart. Yeah, he's played with Al Hoff. He's played with Marcus Smart. He's played with Derek White. All of the defensive teams. Uh, James Brown. Um, Brogdon is a, is a pretty good defender. Like, he's played with good defenders his whole career. He's played with a good defender in Drew Holiday. Uh, yeah. So, and Book. 
uh, best defender he's played with, probably Mikael Bridges. Chris yes. Paul. But that's latter years of his career, so um, you know, he didn't really get he didn't really get like prime defense, Chris Paul, but um yeah, I think I think Devin Booker is is getting closer and closer to really putting his name in that hat for one of the best players in the league. And he's already I would say he's probably already top six or seven. Yeah, I mean he's, he's top seven, definitely he's, he's, he's getting real close to put himself in that in that top five hat. Yes. Real close. Thank I think you. depending on how this season goes, yep. um, he he could he could put himself in that top five hat because the playmaking is gonna be a premium this year. And if he can if he can average about seven, eight assists, twenty nine points, six rebounds, efficient mm-hmm. and it's closing out games and it's you know, just putting the team not putting the team on his back per se, but just showing like hey this is my team. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think you can argue that he's top five in the league. Yeah, I I I I would agree with that. But um, damn, I was about to say. Oh, other early observations that you have. Well, there's all of them. Yeah, that was that was the last early observation. All right, I'll go through mine real quick. Uh, Damian Lillard, man, this is something that I thought about in that Philly in. Milwaukee game. Man, oh man, bro. I mean, I know that we've known for I know that we've known Damian Lillard to be one of the better guards in the league, premier guards in the league. And he's been I don't know, he's been one of them guys for a long time. And I think him being in Portland kind of shift not shifted, kind of affected the way we looked at him. I want to say we like when I'm saying we, I'm not saying me and Tariq. I'm saying we as in basketball fans, media members, all that, like as a whole. I think the way people have talked about and thought about Damian Lillard, it's been wrong. And he's shown that. And him being on a team like the Milwaukee Bucks is scary for the league. Like that team can make some real noise and is a real threat, is a real contender. I'm saying this at the beginning of the season. Y'all know me. I'm Mr. You got to show me something. Damian Lillard showed me something Thursday night. He showed me something. I mean, he, he might have had, you know, not the best game against the Atlanta Hawks, but that game against the, the 76ers was what I needed to see. I guess another Eastern Conference contender or someone who's going to be at the top spot or competing for the top spot in the East. You show up first game of the season, like you've been there for your whole career. It was insane to watch. So, um, in other, yeah. news, hmm? Luca is crazy. Man, what what Luca do now? Man, I'm tired of Luca, bro. What do you do now? Man, just did a step back from half court. Then it's sickening. What? Nigga was at the logo and still did a step back. What? I, I swear to God, it was like time expiry. Did he just do that? No. Bro, that's the craziest part. I looked at the clock. I was like, hold on, bro. Loki, like, you could say it was a two for one, but that's still a crazy shot to take. Just like in rhythm. Just right. Just hit the step. Like he's at he's at the bear or at the grizzly. Step oh, back. Lord. If he stepped back on two people, oh that, that's Lord. that's insane. Oh, that's, he's he's All right. Um next point I got the Detroit. Oh, you gotta, you gotta float it. The Detroit Pistons, my league pass team, one of my league pass teams, they're actually going up against my other league pass team. And 
to uh that's wrong the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shout out check. But the Detroit Pistons are going to be a special team. I mean, not saying they're contenders or anything. You know, they're still a young team, still figuring a lot of things out. But they're going to be fun to watch this season, especially under Monty Williams. Monty Williams is known to coaching good young squads and, and coaching them up to be a good team. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see how Kay, Jalen Duran, and Asura Thompson ascend and develop under Monty Williams and – you know, with them playing together, like them being able to feed off each other the way they are. You know, I've seen the pick and roll action with Kate and, and Jalen. I see now Kate has been able to facilitate as a point guard. Um, him averaging twenty two and eight at the moment, and I feel like that'll be pretty consistent throughout the year. Kate has been been great these first two games, not first two, first three games. He's been pretty, pretty, pretty damn good. Um, no, it won't be like a most improved year because I mean he was the number one pick. The major improvement he has is his health. You know, if he, you know, God willing, he stays healthy. So I hope he does stay healthy and see close to a full season, 60-plus games at least. But um, Asura Thompson, Thompson Twins in general, man, those guys are straight hoopers, basketball players, man. Like, they live in definition of ball is life. Those boys live, eat, breathe, sleep basketball, and you see it, like, just some of the plays of Sir Thompson made down the stretch of what game was it? Oh, I forgot what game was it. I want to say it was the Chicago game. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was the Chicago game where he like made some some great defensive plays down the stretch. Hmm. It just takes you know it takes a lot of basketball IQ to play good defense. So you see that, and it's it's shown. Early on this season. Um, who else or what else is there? Oh, Anthony Davis, man. I don't know. There might not be a solution for Anthony Davis, bro. This is this is the this is the overreaction. This is overreaction, but it might not be a solution for Anthony Davis. It just hasn't been the AD that I thought he would have been or he should be playing at. You know, he just hasn't been played up the par yet through two games. He was one of my dark horses for MVP too. Like if I had a list, if I had a list of three or four, he'd have been on. The potential for Anthony Davis pissed me off so bad, bro. It's like he he was supposed to be up there, man. Like he was supposed to be. The it was best a player. conversation. It was a moment in time. It was a conversation for him and Giannis. Like yeah. whether who was better or not, bro. Like Anthony Davis for a moment was considered better than Giannis and Tittacupo before Giannis won his MVP. I remember having conversations talking about who was better yeah. with many people. It was a conversation, but now it's not even – you don't even put the two in the same sentence no more. Damn. You don't even put the two in the same sentence no more, bro. They're like yeah. – if you're putting them two in the same sentence, it's because the Lakers are playing against the Bucks. but – Damn. <laughs> Giannis in the same sentence with Anthony Davis, because that's disrespectful to Giannis. Jeez. Anthony Davis, he shows up when he wants to. And it doesn't like he wants to really show up anytime soon, really, man. I mean, I don't know. If I'm a Laker fan, bro, ah, uh, ah, uh, I'm just not believing. I'm not a believer in Anthony Davis at this moment, man. It's like, I don't know. Like I said, it's early on in the season. 
But Anthony Davis just hasn't shown me anything to believe in, man. Like, just hasn't really been it, you know. I'm thinking like he showed he showed me in spurts, you know that first game, first half, yeah. But to not even score in the second half, let alone put up as many shot attempts as you did in the second half, it's like it's like you didn't even look to score. It's like you want to try to try to stop the 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 finals MVP, two time MVP. It it, it didn't like you wanted to step up to the plate, bro. He wasn't trying to be one of them highlights again. Them step back, fall away threes, one legged threes. Man, yeah, you like, gotta say, you gotta say, bump that and, and play defense, man. Next, next play mentality, man. Like that's terrible that I have that and I play pickup basketball and you don't have that. You you're an NBA player. I'm going, I'm going hard on Anthony Davis right now, but I don't know. Just eighty just hasn't really been it for me the last couple of seasons, like. Bubble year, yes, he played phenomenal in the finals. No one could stop him. But what the hell happened after that? Yeah. What the hell happened after that, man? Like, question. NBA player, you're supposed to want to get better. Get your like, uh, I, I feel like I'm giving him Ben Simmons critique right now. Like, the smoke I had for Ben Simmons last year, I feel it coming for Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis is not even on my team. And I don't care about the Lakers for, for whatever. Like, I I do not do not care about the Lakers. only thing I care about the Lakers is year 21 for Braun. That's it. It's all 20. Year I'm trying 20. so hard to, like, watch Lakers games and not be like, oh, fuck the Lakers. Like, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be impressive like, for you. It's like, different because you grew up in a Laker household, though. That, exactly. That's you grew I up mean. in a Laker household, so you, that you know has been trained within you for a long time, like long part of your life. So it's hard for you to get that out of you. You know, I understand because I grew up in a semi-Laker household. So yeah, I'll be watching. I'm like, yeah, Bron, go get, go, show me something, Bron. Go get you one, bro. You need a fans. Same thing with and the Cowboys. Not like, gonna lie. Oh. Same thing with the same thing with the Yankees. Same thing with everybody's hated franchises. Most hated franchises. It's the fans. The fans be the ones that make that that make people not, hate the team the most. I like your goal too, bro. It's that like your goal. goal. It's that pinstripe. It's it's a lot. It's it's everything that that comes with the franchise. It's not at a certain point. It's more than just. Some of it I can get down with, you know. Like I like how they wear the white jerseys on Sunday. That's cool. It's just like just different things that you know, different things that goes on with their identity that you know. Just I, just, I just don't rock with. Save. Oh, okay. Um, what else is there? Um, you're not gonna like this last one, but <laughs> I wrote. Brandon, I wrote Brandon already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's played. He hey, he's had a good game in this game against the Nets for sure. He's leading them in scoring. Um, yeah, he's just been a problem for the Nets. And I mean, another game. I haven't watched many, or I think this is the first Charlotte Hornets game I'm watching this season. But from the looks of it, he's played well. I'm just gonna keep it at that. Pro ready. I seen him. Um, which call it? See him with a crazy dunk. Wait, was that against the Pistons? No, yeah, that was against the Pistons. So yeah, I, I missed that game for the Pistons and I saw the dunk, whatever. But like I said, 
for already. So yeah, um, all right. What else? What's what's next? What are we transitioning to? Uh, favorite thing so far this season. Favorite thing so far, Cam Thomas. Come on, I just, I'm sorry. About Cam Thomas. No, about Cam Thomas. I'm not gonna talk more about Cam Thomas, but favorite thing so far has been Cam Thomas. They already knew that. All right then. So why you say it again? I had to reiterate that Cam Thomas has been my favorite thing this season. But I'll let I you get the I thought the bias was gone. I, I, I'll let you get the floor three because I know you got something different from what you said earlier. So I will let you have the floor and let you present your favorite thing that has happened so far this NBA season. Uh, I also have a question going on okay. after this. But the Nuggets. Mm. I think a lot of team. I think a lot of people, you know, they're like, "Oh, the Suns, the, the Celtics, the Bucks." I think a lot of a lot of people, a lot of media, a lot of fans, underestimated um, the Nuggets, and I think I don't know how they're reigning champs. I think last year they did it. I think they're doing it again this year. Um, to where they're not. They're not thinking of them like, oh, when when how many how many experts have you heard say that the Nuggets are going to the championship? Or have you heard Bucks Suns? Celtics Celtics Lakers. Lakers. It seems like they're getting counted out again this year. You know, it's like, oh yeah, they did it last year. Cool. They're not gonna do it again this year. Like, I got an honest question. I remember whatchamacallit, I was watching through the wire when they were at uh um whatchamacallit, they're at Denver. P was just like, Yeah, we ain't coming back here next year. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he said that to the crowd. <laughs> wow. He's like, he's like, Denver, I love y'all. You know y'all been great, but I don't think we're coming back here next year. I don't think would, we'll be next year. Would he have would he have said that in Golden State? Did he say that last year in Golden State? I don't know. Would he say that if they was in Milwaukee? I don't know. Phoenix? I don't know. My my question is, well, I have two questions because I just thought of this. How valuable do people think Bruce Brown really was? And I don't mean no disrespect, but he was he was bouncing around teams before he got to. Wait, he was in Detroit and Brooklyn before he got to Denver. And he was, he, he wasn't have have long on either team. He played two seasons yeah. in Brooklyn. He played a couple seasons in Denver. Or maybe yeah. up season in Denver, I want to believe. But one season in Denver, one yeah. Season in no, not not in, yeah in Denver. I meant to say Detroit. Right, I mean, yeah. He played a few seasons in Detroit. Played a few seasons in Detroit. Two seasons in in Brooklyn. Um, yeah. I mean, Bruce Brown. He's uh, a good player. He, he's he's good. He's a good defender. You know, he's a good role player. Good to have mm-hmm. on your team. But it's 10, 15 Bruce Browns in the league. That's a fact. Like. And they have one on the team. And, and Reggie Jackson showed it. Um, that's not nah, they're different players. They're different players. They're different players, but like same impact, same effect. If you was gonna say, if you was gonna say same impact, like same kind of player, that's Christian Brown or Peyton. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like both of them, both of them bring the same things that Bruce Brown can bring. They don't bring as much offense. Yeah, uh, and like playmaking that uh, that. Uh, Bruce Brown can bring, but 
Yeah. They both bring things on the defensive end, hustling and yeah, 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 yeah. That they don't bring. So in that case, um, you know, it looked like okay, they didn't they didn't add anything. So it, a part of me was like, hey, I need to see something. I need to see like how they how they start out the season. Mm-hmm. They've looked fantastic and they played good teams. Mm-hmm. They played uh they played LA, mm-hmm. who a lot of a lot of people have as contenders. They played OKC last night, um, and blew them out. And they put I can't remember who they played in the second game, but uh they played Memphis. Um and Memphis played them well, but oh yeah. Um they were they just they have that they have that feel of um you know, they know what they want to do and when they want to do it. You know, they you know the game gets close. Jokic Murray pick and roll. Yeah. Uh we're playing two man game. We're doing something. But I think something that people haven't really or people that people weren't really thinking about is Aaron Gordon's confidence following the finals. Uh MPJ. You know, a lot of people start talking about him being able to grow offensively and him being able to grow as a player. He's rebounding the ball really well. Um, I need to watch him on the defensive end. I don't want to say he's improved on the defense. I need to I need to like lock in and, and watch him on the defensive end. But um, you know, he's not shooting well right now, but he's a forty percent shooter, so um I'm not I'm not too worried about it. But um yeah, man, I, I just think Denver Denver is still gonna be right there at the very end. I mean, I had him. I picked him to go back to the finals um last week. So obviously I think they're gonna be right there. But mm-hmm. after watching after watching the first week, um and I think I think the experience that they have together, I think that helps them against teams like Milwaukee, Boston. Mm-hmm. Because while Boston has been to the finals, they haven't been over that hump. They haven't gotten the experience and, and the taste of winning. They haven't experienced winning as a team together. Um, they've they've experienced a lot of heartbreak, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you ever get over the hump. Not a shortcoming. Uh, the Bucks they got over they got over the hump in twenty one, but since yeah. then they've got they lost in Game Seven to Boston. Yeah, and then. Last year they got smoked by my uh Miami as a one seed. So the last two years since you won a championship, it's been failure. Like what was you, that what you say? You failed in getting to your goal. I didn't call them a I didn't call Giannis a failure. I didn't say they are failures, but they failed in getting to the ultimate goal. They failed in their ultimate goal. That doesn't mean I'm not getting into that again. But what I'm saying is, just say it. Just, just say it. The the Nuggets really have only lost the series healthy in the bubble. Yeah, and that was the conference finals where if Jeremy Grant doesn't switch, or if Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumlee communicate on the switch, and AD don't get a wide open shot, that series might be completely different. And mm-hmm. they might be in the finals, and they might be playing uh, the Heat. And they might have two championships by at this point. So what if we could have had two Miami and Denver finals for a flip. But um and then after that, Jamal got hurt, so he missed two playoffs. Yep. The the first playoffs they got back, finals. So you can say what you want, but at the in the playoffs it really comes down to the best player and the next best player a lot of times. 
Yes. So if Jokic is by far the best player in the playoffs, and his second guy is dropping 30s and 40s and you can't stop him, it don't matter what names are on the other side. It don't matter if you got Bradley Bill. It don't matter if you got Kevin Durant. Because, yeah, yeah you added Bradley Bill, you still don't have an answer for Nikola Jokic because it's damn sure not used of Nurkic. No. It's not. It I, just watched, I just watched Porzingis get cooked by Bam the other night. So he for sure not the answer. So, yeah, these teams, they, they loaded up. Yeah, you brought in game. Brooke Lopez is not guarding Jokic. And if you put Giannis out there, he's going to be tired as hell. So he's going to put a lot of pressure on Dane, yeah. who's also going to have to chase around somebody on the on the offense. He's either going to have to, tra- he gonna either, uh, have to chase around KCP while KCP is chasing him around. He's going to have to chase around MPJ, or he's going to have to chase around Jamal Murray. Not e- it's not easy. Like I'm just I'm just letting y'all know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not oh, a lot of teams that have, it's not a lot of teams that have an answer for Jokic. I, yeah. I don't think there is a team that has an answer for you. I don't think you. So. you can say, "Oh, Draymond, he cooked Draymond with no Jamal and no MPJ." Go 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 look. Definitely no damn. Go look. Like yeah, Draymond gave him some trouble for sure. But if he had Jamal out there, it's a whole different it's a whole different ball. That's one entirely different ball game. But uh, that's that's my spill on the Nuggets for sure. Um, what about the Sayer as? Involving, in, I don't think I was about to say or ask anything. Um, yeah, no, next one. Um, one and one and two, we good. We we here. No, not over eighty two. We we escaped that. I remember when uh, like a couple years ago, before we did the pod stuff. Like if we won the first game, I was at eighty two and zero yeah. on Twitter, and then you changed like eighty and two. I was ready for yeah seventy nine and three. You like puts it. You put the, like people put the records in their yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. People still do that, but you know, yeah, that's not, it's weird at this point. Man. You can't actually, bro. <laughs> Let me stop. That's wild. But um, all in all, though, man, um, we do have something new this season. You got the you got the NBA bite in the WNBA's flow here. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But you got the in season tournament. We don't have a name for it, but it's called the in season tournament. So the NBA in season tournament. Um thought the promo for it was kind of cool. It was in a it's like a heist in a casino. I mean, they are playing in Vegas for it. As far as like the 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 uh the finals of the in season. Oh, we got a fight in Indiana. Uh uh-uh. uh. Boys getting after it. Not a fight, but there's some static between the, the Bulls and the Pacers. You watching the game or it came to your phone? You watch it? Yeah. I saw, you know, because my uh, league pass teams are at halftime. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, for a quarter close game. Oh, that man, uh, Levine trying to get bucked, boy. Levine, mad. All right, listen. Oh, that's another thing we didn't talk about. The Bulls and their players only meeting after game one. <laughs> you have a players only meeting after game one. That's the, that's that's not a good they look. Play one, they play they one, one, one game. game. You got to fix this right now. I've had enough. And, and you based on based on players only meeting, 
based on Levine dropping 50 and based on him getting mad right now, I'm thinking Levine called that beat. <laughs> you want to know what's crazy? And Kenny said this on the show. The fact that DeRozan said we ain't play our best. Or like, we ain't try hardest. In game one of the season, it's crazy. Like, not game 55. Not game 17. Not game, not game, one. Not game 72. Game one, you couldn't, you couldn't get up for Game one, you wasn't about to bring your, your whole, your all. That's crazy. No, that's, yeah, that's not, a, that's not good. That's but back to what I was saying, uh, in the in-season tournament, uh, the finals will be played in, um, I want to say in late November. And, um. The finals is December. Oh, December. Okay, December so, 9th. Yeah. Yeah, and so these NBA Cup games, NBA in-season tournament games, they be on, what, Tuesdays and Fridays? I think they start Friday, this upcoming Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the NBA released the court designs for all 30 teams. And the court designs are based off this terrible city edition jerseys and made for even more terrible court designs, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, these, these just look like – like you played on, um, like you played, uh, what's the, what's the thing called on two K, um, not wreck, but pro am, where you get your own team and you make your own team like jerseys and yeah. stuff like that. Looks like they playing on pro am courts, but one thing to notice, they do have the NBA in season tournament trophy on the court, like the the design, like on the court design, and then at center court, so. Could that mean will we be getting a return of the Larry OB trophy in the final? We, we better. We need to, man. It's it's long overdue, man. It hasn't been there since what 20 what 2012, maybe? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Maybe no nah, 2010, I think. 2010 was the last time? I feel like the last time we saw it was the Lakers Celtics series. Really? I don't think it was there for the Miami Dallas series. Really? It definitely wasn't there for OKC Miami. No. I feel like 2010 games. Wasn't seven. there for any of the Spurs in Miami series either. It might have been there for the Spurs in Miami. You sure it wasn't there for the Spurs in Miami series? I think I think Boston and I think the finals logo was like the cursor joint. I think that was on the on the court, but I don't think the the big Larry OB was yeah. on it. Yeah, last time I remember seeing that was 2010. For, for I okay. don't think I don't think it was there 2011. So it's been 10 plus years. They need to bring that shit back, though. That has a different feel. For All right. Uh, what do you think about the NBA doing an in-season tournament? Um, I think it's good for some teams. I think some teams won't really care or try. But I think the teams like a Memphis, a Dallas, a OKC, a Detroit, Orlando, teams that need to win something to give, you know, I think even the Clippers. I think, you know. Clippers they- get- Okay. season tournament championship for they get a real championship, but I think for the psyche and for the for the the feeling of winning something, I feel like that's important. Obviously, Kawhi's won an actual championship, so yeah, it's yeah. not. And but I think some of the players on that team, like they need something to yeah, be. Yeah, like, okay. they can get together and you know play for something that means a little something. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, obviously the. the Finals game, like the bracket games or whatever, aren't going to count towards season standings. But I mean, you know, it's a good moment, I guess. You know, I mean, you have you have it in college. This man can't tell him to score thirty again. You have something. You have it in college with you know, like the Maui Invitational or like the different Invitational that you have around 
like when season first starts or whatever. And you see how that has like helped teams, you know, build chemistry, whatever. Um, and yeah, gives them gives them games that really matter, like games that both teams are gonna get up for. Yeah, and give you some kind of experience, like all right, when this team gets their all and we get our all, it gives you a playoff. Hopefully, it gives you a playoff type feel. Right. Season, so it gives you that that I won't say experience, but it gives you that that like all right, you know, we're gonna band together as brothers and we're gonna go out here and we're gonna get this win. And I yeah. think if you win, if you win something like that, or if you even get to like semifinals or the finals for certain teams, I think that's an important um, moment as a team that they could have. Like even like the Pelicans, I feel like the Pelicans that would be like super important for. Yeah, um, for, sure, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of other teams like in the East. That, teams that teams that are like we like the Knicks, can play Cleveland, Cleveland, Indiana, like Cleveland, teams Indiana. like that. Teams like that that could you that, that could really use it as a catapult. But like the Celtics, the Bucks, the Lakers, Denver, they probably make it. They probably won't care. The Suns, probably honestly, yeah. But I think I think any team under under a top three seed in each conference, I feel like any team, yeah. I feel like it's. I want to say non-contending because you we seen an AFC get to the finals. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think my I don't think that are the top contenders or what you know. The consensus would consider contenders, not one of them. But I don't. I don't think Miami would care about it though. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. All in all, though, man, this would be you know this is a good. It's a good effort for helping to make the regular season matter more. A lot of people, a lot of things people say like, oh, regular season don't really matter that much. Oh, I don't really tune into the playoffs or whatever. This is getting everybody involved a reason to make them. Uh, what's call it? A reason to make the regular season matter. So, especially teams that don't play, and like teams that haven't been in the playoffs in a long time, like teams like the the, the Rockets, teams like the Pistons, like the Magic. I mean, the Magic, the Magic were there pretty soon or pretty, pretty recently, but um, not with any of these players. Um, though that's those are important moments for them. Like even like the play in, like when Charlotte made the play in a couple years, uh, back to back. Even though they got blown out both games, I thought those were pretty good experiences. And obviously, you know, things went the other way because of players and off the, off the court issues and things like that. But um, if if you go about it the right way, this the instance tournament can be vital for uh, certain teams that are okay. Um, last thing talk about not talk about that actually about this subject. So with you know the tournament playing an extra handful of games, do you think that make players shy away from wanting to play well in the tournament games or, like, the qualifying games or whatever because that they don't really care about some mid, mid-season, mid in-season tournament that they will have to play more games for and want to rest up for the playoffs or, you know, take that time to not really play or, you know, focus more on the main goal rather than the side goal? Uh, I think since it's early in the season, you won't see too much of that. I feel like if it was, if it was like February, Marchish, then maybe, you know, teams will start coasting and and not care about it as much. But since it's early in the season, and it's something teams can build off of, um, as the season goes on, obviously some teams won't take it as seriously, like, uh, just because you know, 
it's not it's not a huge accomplishment at the end of the day, but depending on how you go about it, it can be. Um, but there probably there's probably some players that either still want to rest or don't really care about playing in the game, and that that's just who they are at this point, you know. Um, and season tournament is for fans. It's for teams and players that wanna that wanna you know a chance to win something. So yeah. um, if there's players that don't want to take part and don't want to give their all, then don't step on the court because we want to watch players that want to that want to play. That, yeah. That's just honest. So I don't care if it's Braun. I don't care if it's Luca. I don't care if it's Giannis. If they don't want to play, don't put them on the court because I don't want to watch nobody play 50%, 70%. If you're not going to play your all, if you're not going to, you know, you know, play hard for the fans that paid a lot of money to go watch you play, yeah, don't step on the court. Honestly, just don't step on the court. Um, another thing I just thought about the turnout for this, like as far as like the games that are played in Vegas, that could be a deciding factor for bringing the NBA team to Vegas. I know that's been talks for a while, and that gets brought up every summer. You know, um, with the Las Vegas Aces being the team and the WBA and their success, uh, you know, USA camp being held there every summer. And how you know they had summer league held there every summer, and people the turnout and stuff, and how more professional leagues are looking at Vegas as a spot, or they're expanding their leagues to Vegas, or they're moving their teams to Vegas. You know, you got the Athletics moving to Vegas, you got the Raiders that have moved to Vegas, you got the Vegas Golden Knights that are in the NHL. So this can be a factor in seeing an NBA team in Vegas within the near future. So, I mean, all in all, though, man, I see more good for the lead than I see bad. You know, I see it positive, and I see it as a fun incentive for players to get behind. Um, yeah. Um. Oh, other another news, other topic. Something I just remembered. They changed the All Star format back to East West. Thoughts on that? Uh. Kind of the same as the Eskies tournament. I feel like, you know, certain players ain't going to care whether it's East or West, whether they get picked. And I think, like, to be honest and to be fair, like, players like Jokic, like, he's arguably the best player in the league, was arguably the best player in the league last year. He mm-hmm. was the second to last pick. Of the starters, yeah. That's ridiculous. What are we doing? Like yeah. I yeah, I get you picking your friends, you get you're picking your, your your teammates, but come on, like what are we doing? So like why would he go out there and play hard when his the players that he playing with disrespecting him and just pretending like he's not even sitting there to the point where he had to get up and force LeBron to pick. Like he was gonna pick he was gonna pick Jokic over Sabonis anyway. But like, come on, what are we doing? Like that goes back to another like that goes back to, you know, people picking people that look like them. People that they feel like they can relate to. Let's just be honest. Like, they was going to leave him there because they don't, they don't know Jokic like that. Jokic don't talk to people. But Giannis was the same way a couple years ago. Giannis didn't want to train with nobody. Didn't want to. Uh, now he's telling people to pull up to Milwaukee. What? Now he's telling people to pull up to Milwaukee. Yeah, but he didn't want nobody to come. He didn't want nobody to come train. He didn't want to team up with nobody. And, you know, his... You know, once his personality got out, people, you know, understood who he was. You know, 
obviously things change, but you know, these, these dudes come from a different country and they have different cultures and they don't grow up, you know, with the same people, you know, uh, obviously Bron was probably the first superstar to, I don't want to say be buddy, buddy, but be friends with the other top players in the league. Oh yeah, um, you, see that you, don't, Kobe, you don't see that in many leagues. Like you don't see that. Like, maybe the only only league where you really see that. Um, so off there. I I just feel like the the All Star Game, uh, it's never gonna get back to where it was in the early two thousands, where it felt like it really mattered. Like both teams were playing really hard. Um, just because. You ain't got a there's, lot of there's, there's a lot of players that would rather be on vacation. They would rather be with their family. So um, you know, and I feel like for, for Adam Silver, I feel like if, if you if you get a sense of that or if you ask players like, hey, do you actually want to be in this game? Like and they say no, then replace them. They still get that that nod, they still get that accomplishment on their on their record, on their accomplishments. But you replace him with somebody that is deserving, that will go out there and actually want to play on both sides of the ball. Like Anthony Edwards and uh, Halliburton both were just sitting on the bench last year, just chilling. They played like five minutes maybe. Yeah. You mean to tell me they wouldn't have gone out there and actually tried to play? Like I'm, I'm not just trying to watch a three-point shootout in a in – a, um, Yeah, that mostly just came down – Chuck shots like it was terrible. Everybody said turns going one for 28. Literally, even at the end of the game, when he was like, All you need is this, they went down and was trying to shoot four point shots to win the game, and it took them like eight or nine things. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, so I think I don't think think East West is gonna make anybody play nobody really got pride in being in the East or being in the West, so like that don't change nothing. So Unless you get them incentive to actually play hard, I don't think it's gonna change anything. Yeah, it's a it's a different it's a different era. It's a different league now. Definitely is, man. Um, hopefully one day it returns back to, you know, that old love of the game, love of the sport. I want to win. Give you my. It's, com- it's competitive. It's do you want to be better than the player? You know, we got the top guy in the East, going up against the top guy in the West, and they're duking it out, battling how they used to back in the day, back in the Braun, Kobe, D-Wade era, when those guys were going at it. Like, Kobe damn near broke the Wayne Wade nose. No, no right D-Wade, right D-Wade, D-Wade broke. D-Wade damn near broke Kobe nose in the All-Star game. He did break his nose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people, they had it. <clears throat> it was pride they was like okay this dude y'all think this dude better than me this is like especially because if you if you in the east and you in the west you only put them you only play them twice yeah this is one time where the whole world is watching where hey kd versus braun tonight Jokic yeah. versus and b tonight and, and we seen we we finally saw kd versus braun for the first time in five years yeah but yeah it was fun it was fun but it was fun i mean I mean, at the same time, with the other format, we did see guys team up against each other, team up with each other that we were never seeing because, you know, we got to see Giannis and Steph team up against, team up with each other because, you know, neither of them are leaving their teams anytime soon. 
But yeah, oh, Ben almost had a triple double. Ben has been playing good. That's an that's one of my other favorite things I should add. Ben Ben Simmons playing like Ben Simmons again. Ben Simmons is playing well. I mean, Cam Thomas got three straight games with thirty points, so I'm not going. I'm not going to mention that. And Mikael Bridges had twenty four points. But Cam, but Cam Thomas is the best player on the team, right? Best scorer on the team. You said best player before the best show. Oh, that's crazy! How you switch up like that? Oh, uh, it's I. It's too early to really tell who's the best player on the team, but mm. he's the best player on the team. But yeah, uh, you got any other topics, questions? Um, um yeah. Things you want to mention? I I don't know when we start the show, and I don't want to go too long, but I do want to get. I think we're over the hour point, so. Okay. Uh, just real quick. Watch. Shout out to Franz. Franz is playing really well. Okay. Uh, my MIP pick. Um, Steph, Steph is Steph, man. Steph is Steph. What he did to Dylan Brooks overnight was insane. Oh my god, I had that boy jumping for joy, jumping for joy. That boy was jumping for candy, jumping for ice cream. He thought it was cloudy with a chance to meatballs with him. He would jump everywhere. That boy jumping the conclusions. That boy was out there, Kirk Franklin, stomp, stomp. He was out just everywhere, just left foot, right foot. Like he, he Tusi slide, cha cha slide. He's every, he okay. doing everything. But um, yeah, man. Uh, Steph and Jokic might be my favorite two players in the league, and I know that's like, oh, they're one of the best players in the league, obviously. But obviously, I mean, shit. Hey, they can be the best players in the league. I mean, be your favorite. The best players can be the favorite. Your favorite players, you know. Yeah. Everybody but else, I, I got a lot of I got a lot of players in the league, but I think right now, mm-hmm. yo, like watching Jokic and watching Steph play, like. I don't think you can look at two better basketball players to watch. Like if I if I had to say like, hey, obviously not everybody can watch Jokic because they're not seven foot. But if somebody's like, hey, show me somebody that will show me how to understand basketball just by watching them play, Nikola Jokic. Like, oh, how do he see? He literally that? does oh. everything, bro. He literally does everything. And then Steph, like, who wouldn't want to watch that dude shoot from anywhere? Yeah. Oh, wait. You know, I see most people shoot from the line. This dude shooting from way back here. Like, even people that don't understand basketball realize, like, hey, that's kind of hard to understand. Like, it just amazes people. Like, oh, my God, this dude is crazy. Like, no, he actually is. This dude is insane. Like, you have to be insane to think, like, hey, this is money, no matter where I shoot it from. I'm letting it fly right here. Oh, this is good. Oh, this like, was it. It's crazy. It, oh, it's really- cool. Um, And then Wimby. Um. Yeah, he's had some. He's had some good moments. He's had some, you know, the the spurt or the Mavericks game. You know, they was kind of tight. Russ was kind of selling. I'm not gonna lie, Russ was selling. Anybody come to see you, Russ? At all? Y'all know why we here? Y'all know why they on national TV? They came to see the. Game. They came to see Wimby. Shout out Devin Vassell and, and Kelton Johnson though. They playing some yes. games. That's good. Jeremy yes. Sohan looks pretty good as a point guard. I can't lie, he looks pretty good. Um, look good, man. The spacing. Can get a little ugly sometimes, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, um, they 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 miss him on some easy shots though. They got they got to understand, bro. Seven four with a crazy wingspan. Throw it up, blocking shots, bro. Throw it up. He, they God. threw one up the other night and he caught it and threw it behind his head. Like what, bro? I feel a lot at the three point line. I never get over that. That was preseason. That listen when I say show me something. That's all I need to be shown right there. He asked for a lob at the three point. He said, "Hey, 
passed to him and said, you know what to do. He could literally get the ball take two and dribbles. jump from damn near to, like a step he, or two. Behind. He could literally get the rebound, take two dribbles, and get a layup. That's insane to think about. Like, remember when, like, when you have a tryout and they'd be like, four dribbles. You're like, four dribbles? He could take two and get a layup. That is insane. Like, huh? Huh? Lay. Like, what? I only see one other person jump from where he's jumped from to do certain things. My uh, boy, shout out my boy Justin. My boy Justin in tryouts one day. <laughs> he damn near jumped from the free throw line to LeBron block somebody. Oh, no, that's insane. I said, oh. oh that's insane. Tryouts the year I was on the team was insane, bro. Like, it was such a It was so fun. Like you had a homie crossed up, you had a homie cross somebody up. Like put him on the floor on his back, laugh while splashing the three on that. Like he's like, ha, 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 ha. no. I passed that's... him the ball. He did not say, "Yo, what is going on?" Nah, that's actually crazy. That's and tryouts, because tryouts be cool, boy. Man, hat. But, Maybe he can ride with the fitters, though. But that's all I have. That's 60, 65. That 65 turned to 25 real quick. And then that 25 only turned to 15. So, yeah. So. But, yeah, that's man, all. Good episode. Cool episode. Well, well, so, you know, check in with y'all. You know, beginning of the season. It's a new season. Cheers. Cheers to a new season. Yeah, man. Um, uh, you got a for you guys later on in the week. Got some special guests joining the show. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. Make sure to follow us on social media. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe on this video right here. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X, at the show. Um, our personal apps are right here. If you want to follow us as well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast Show. I'm your co-host as always, Bryce Warner, signing out. Appreciate y'all. Will Smith, baby.